Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome to another episode of Getting Ignorant with Fit. Yep, we back. I'm Shonda Nicole. I'm Amari Allah. And yeah, we're here to talk about movies and TV shows and shit. And starting off, we're going to go with You Season 2. Yep, You Season 2. Let me see what's going to happen with this one. We have people coming and going. This ain't no people. It's just AJ. (laughs) Alright, You Season 2. Alright, do we need to do a quick recap of what happened season one? Um, yeah, we can. Season one, uh, Joe fell in love with Beck, started stalking her. Beck cheated on Joe with her therapist. Joe found out, got mad, started stalking him too, and Joe killed everybody who tried to get Beck to stop being around him. And then, um, blamed the killing on, well, then he, uh, killed Beck, and then, uh, blamed it on the therapist, and then he went to California. Let's not forget his ex who we thought was dead. Oh, yeah, and he buried his ex, Candace, alive. That's very uh, important because she comes right back up in season two, which is to be expected because, well, you can't have a show without a nemesis. Even though shows on, even though the way Joe is made out, nothing bad ever seems like it's going to happen to him. I mean, I'm well, I, I said I was going to start reading the books, but I jumped on a different book. But um, I keep forgetting those books to half the things I watch. Yeah, um... But, I mean, well, yeah, that's the recap of last season. So let's go ahead and move into this season so we can talk about it. This season, once again, Joe finds himself attached to some Latin fan people. Mm-hmm. Because Joe... I he needs colored people in his life. I think if he grew up around colored people, he would have been so much well-adjusted. Instead, he got a crazy-ass Russian. Yeah. Well, Imagine if he got a nice Latin family. Maybe a black family that decided we're going to take you Just in. somebody with some tint to their skin. Even an olive undertone. Yeah, yeah, I can see a little bit of that. But the... Joe just—he just needed to be. Well, I mean, that's what the good thing about season two is—you get more, um, you get to see more about what happened in his past to make him the way that he is. Like I suppose, true. like, and then also, well, I think I'm jumping ahead of myself here, but you get a chance to see what what's really pushing him where where this desire to or where this need for um soul attention comes from would you say it's more from his father being an insecure abusive man or more from his mom or playing being the victim of the situation no they both both his parents was insecure but what i'm trying to remember is how did he go from his mom to moody again 
Because I don't rewatch the first season before I start the second. Because who got time for that? Yeah, I didn't rewatch the first season either. Um, probably came across him in the system because she put him into the system. Okay. Once he killed the uh the the, the was his his father. Mm-hmm. Once he shot his father, and she like, oh wait, uh, wait, whoa, you wilding, nigga, you wilding. That's not what I was talking about. I thought we was just gonna beat him up. <laughs> I didn't know you was gonna shoot the nigga up. She like, bought the gun. You know what I mean? And so like, and he's sitting there looking at her like, what? I thought this was. You said he wasn't gonna hit you no more. Like we, we he ain't gonna hit you no more. You're welcome. We're in agreement. You feel me? Like I feel like you're taking this the wrong way. You need to be saying, you know, thanks, Joe. Thanks for saving my life. Oh, you bet. She could have took the fall. Yeah, but she she got she was the selfish. Bruises. She was yeah. She she definitely could have played that, but she was selfish. She was very selfish, and she was doing whatever it could, whatever she could, to get what she needed. And then if that if she could include Joe into that, then she can. Then you know what I mean. She would, mm-hmm. but he was. I don't see him as being like the top priority for the things that she was doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm doing this to try to support my son. It was more so I'm doing this to try to support me and my son. And I think that's also why they showed Candace going to the cops and nothing happening mm-hmm. to kind of create a parallel. Because yeah. the mom could have did that, but then what would have happened? Right. You have a restraining order which does nothing. Nothing. That piece of paper that dudes just be laughing at. <laughs> oh, you said uh, I can't come over you, but you already hold the paper up so I can see it. <laughs> I can't see it from here. Let me come over and read it. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like they just treat that shit like a joke, bro. But um, and yeah, it doesn't last that. forever. With the restraining order? Yeah. Uh, a couple of years maybe and i mean in in the uh video i mean in the in the show when candace went to the police and the lady said you know off record here's what i you know here's all you can really do and he, she told her like you're gonna have to hit you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. well that's what i perceived her to say when she said off the record so like that but you get what i'm saying like it, it they know it's bullshit so but yeah um where were we joe's mom he shot the dad. That mm. was an explanation of why he is the way he is, or mm-hmm. at least the basic foundation. Mm-hmm. And then Moody made him even worse. Yeah, well. Child abuse has a long-standing effect. It does. It definitely does. Even when, especially if you don't deal with it. And it seems like he had, well, obviously he hadn't dealt with it because you see how he broke down with Love's best friend. Um, the cute little gay dude. What was his name? Stuart Phillips. Something. I don't know. He was just such a so the black one, right? Yeah, his little cute self. Mm-hmm. The one who barely got any lines whatsoever. He was just a token black dude. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking him and Forty had something going in the past. Because 40... no, not that guy. Get your life together. I'm talking about Love's best friend. Oh, my the one that did the the Reiki, Milo, the right? Reiki. I don't remember his name. I think it might have been Milo. But either way, y'all know who I'm talking about. If you watch the show, you know. But he was so adorable. Both of them were, actually. Mm, I want to say it's Milo. I know the her lesbian friends. I, I don't remember the damn thing about them. Yeah, um, one is, well, I remember they're getting married. Mm-hmm. Um, one is a stay-home mom. It's a mommy blogger. Yeah, stay-home mommy blogger. And I can't remember what the other one does. The other one is an agent of some kind. Because remember when Candace yeah. was talking to 40... She's like a, a film director or something like that. A film something. Yeah. No, Milo is um the, her booty call. Who's her best friend again? Jordan, maybe? I don't know. Steve Henderson, Jasper. 
let's just keep it pushing because I'm yeah, not going to do that. Yeah, because you're about to obsess. I, I am because now I got a conundrum. So, Richie, are those all the articles that you post on your page? Yeah, all there's six thousand seven hundred forty-eight items in here. These are with recap reviews over the last couple of years. Hmm. It's a lot. Got you. I do too much. It's a problem. Back to Joe, who also does too much and is seriously a problem. Mm-hmm. Would Joe be better if he didn't date white girls? Joe has issues, period. I don't even but think... he's so much better when he was with Karen in the last season, when he was with Delilah this season. Yeah, but he gonna be who he is. He gonna be who he is. He just wanna stalk people, and they just happen to be white people. I don't think he wants to stalk them. It's just... He didn't stalk love, except that one time when he was with the friends. Outside of that, he left her Yeah, alone. so, okay, so then it's less of a romantic fixation, more of a general stalking. And I guess this season, he tried to just channel his stalking into something that is beneficial and helpful to those around him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, okay, well, I still need to kill people and stalk people, so, you know. I'll, I'll help you out here. I don't think it's a need. Is it a strong desire and urge? I think it's... He's Dexter in these streets, bro. I only know of Dexter. I never watched Dexter. Mm. I just know it's the guy has three first names for his name. Dexter is a good show. And the book was good, too. Well, the one that I read. I don't think I read all... Well, I know I didn't read all of them. Look at you. I like reading books to movies and shows first. Yeah, so what was you saying? You said it would Joe be um better with like if he dated non white people. Uh Joe just got issues, bro. He just got issues. That's his problem. He just got issues. Cause next season he gonna be stalking somebody else and it's just He's stalking a neighbor. Yeah, no. I just I, I... And I'm fascinated. I need to know why. I need to know why he's stalking her. What is what's what's so interesting about her, Joe? Because she read some books. Like you have a daughter. Well, we assume he's gonna have a daughter now. Can't he invest all invest all his time and interest into that child? No, because he's got an itch that he needs to scratch. I would think the he's got an itch that he needs to stalk. But wouldn't it be more interesting for him to stalk someone that's bullying his kid after like a time jump and then he kills the parent or the kid? Does, I mean, do you, you think a, Joe's a capable of killing a kid? Imagination, no. I don't think he's killing a kid. Definitely, I don't think he's He got kid. that cage. He has a cage, but I don't see him killing a kid. He'd probably just raise a kid in the cage like the dude did him. I don't think that's what he did, but I can see him doing that. Like, all right, well, I ain't going to kill you. Because, I mean, not for nothing, he could have easily uh killed... The girl's sister, Delilah's little sister, but Ellie? instead, yeah, he just was like, "All right, you know what? Because I'm gonna just send you Paco. money, get away from here." Ellie was his new Paco, so he wasn't gonna do that. Yeah, but he could have. He could also killed Will, but he didn't kill Will. All right then, see? but I don't see him killing any uh, children. I don't think that. Yeah, I don't see him killing any kids. I think he would either just train them to be helpful to him to into his cause, or send them away, and you know. Do him like they did Ellie. But that really pushes the question, though. With him and Love infatuated with his neighbor, what does that mean between him and Love? 
Because as we saw, love is crazy. Shit what too. that brought me when I seen that, what it what it said to me was like, okay, so you did all of this. So is what you feel for love, love, and then you just have a separate desire or urge to do that whole stalking weird Joe thing? Because at first, during the first season, you you think like, okay, you're doing this because you love that person. But then when you get into the end of second season, you're like, okay, so you found love and you're happy where you are or whatever and what you got going on, but yet you still feel the need to do the Joe stalking thing or you still, you know, hey neighbor. So it's not, to me, I I received it as it not being necessarily about love at that point. It just being something that he's into. An innate desire and innate urge that comes over him. I believe Joe said himself that when he, when he reflected on his time with Beck, it was an infatuation, which it was. Mm-hmm. And with love, it's different because she has shown her true self. Mm-hmm. The problem is, in her showing her true self, he is forced to face himself. And that makes it so, it's complicated. Like Joe, for the most part, he doesn't hate himself. He loves himself to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Yet he also ejects this person he is when it comes to being a killer and all that. So if love is complicated because, one, that's going to be the mother of his child, assumingly, mm-hmm. and two, there's this whole, he wants to protect her because that's the mother of his child. He's seen the true her, so that creates some kind of loyalty and love in it. But at the same time, he rejects the fact that she, like his dark side, is fully capable of murdering another person if they need to. Hence why he wants this neighbor, because, again, Joe wants something pure. He wants... I think he may have maybe a little bit of an Oedipus, Oedipus complex, if I mm-hmm. recall right. He wants somebody like his mother who needs him. Love does not need him. Love mm-hmm. has her own money. Love has a job. Love has friends. Mm-hmm. Joe wants somebody who's entirely dependent on him. Mm-hmm. Hence why with Beck, he tried to kill off her best friend that had money. He wasn't fond of her parents who had, her father who had money. He wanted Beck all to himself to rely on him, be his only. Mm-hmm. I see that. I I can see where you're coming from, but it didn't ring off to me like that. Not in the way that you're saying. But I mean, to each his own, it just didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it as that. But I see you put a great deal of thought into it. So, but yeah, it didn't ring off like that to me. I feel like it, it's just in him. There's something in him that he's just drawn to do it. Like it's it's. I mean, everybody has their habits. Everybody has their things. And most people who, you know, do things like stalking and all that crazy psychotic shit, it's because it's like, I couldn't help it. I just had to do it. Or, uh, you know what I mean? Men who beat women. Uh, I just, you know, that's just how I do things. Like, it's just an innate thing. After a while, it just becomes an itch that needs to be scratched. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like for me, like I said, it just, Whereas I used to think it was about love and, and trying to, I, I see the whole protection thing. and, and But it, for me, I received it less as like, let me protect you, even though that sometimes he would say that. It's more like, it let me cut off anything that could keep you from me. Anything that is saying that you shouldn't deal with me, they, they got to go. And because all first season, that's what it was. People were saying, oh, no, like you got you fucking crazy. Don't fuck with him. Don't fuck with him. Mm-hmm. All right. Now you got to go. You know what I mean? But this season is different. Now, this season, it's not so much as like, oh, you know, he's crazy. You got to go. I mean, he got to them points where he's like, all right, well, hmm, y'all niggas do got to go, but maybe y'all don't got to go, go. Maybe you can just go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But 
it wasn't it was more so for me when I seen it excuse me it was like um fuck it I don't know where my train of thought was going because I'm starting to not care <laughs> all right keep moving um last thing did you care about the people who died at all like Henderson Delilah I cared about Delilah I didn't want to see her go I liked her Henderson he can get up out of here the Russian guy he can get up out of here Candace Candace, she can get up out of here. And you know what's sad is that despite the fact that Joe is obviously, like, the villain here, like, him and Love is obviously, like, the fucked up villains in the story, mm-hmm. it's like, I didn't, I was like, yo, Candace gotta go. Bitch, you trying to fuck things up. Me and Joe trying to change our life. <laughs> you out here <laughs> you out here trying to bring up the past. Like, how you try, how we supposed to outgrow the box that y'all put us in if you keep throwing out our past? You know what I mean? She, she definitely had to go. But at the same time, I had to stop and think, like, Shonda, like, you gotta remember, this nigga's a fucking killer. Like, he buried her alive. Like, she has every right to be upset. Mm-hmm. And niggas, I find myself watching it like, damn, bitch, get up off this nigga. Like, dang, you always jocking him. Stop following him around. But it's like, wait, that nigga did bury her alive. How would you react? Like, nigga, you'd have to fucking die. And maybe that's why I was getting annoyed with her, because she just around and not doing shit. And he like, gave her a weapon to do something. She like, couldn't fam, do it. you buried me alive. Like, there's not that much forgiveness. Like, I mean, granted, maybe there is, but it would have to be, like, super from the divine power. Because I, you ain't bad. What? You even throw dirt on me like you thinking about burying me alive. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> what? Get the gun, yo. Somebody gonna die tonight. Like, is that a shovel? I don't care if it's a plastic toy shovel. What you gonna do with that? Like, fuck out of here. You gotta go. And Delilah's dumbass. She knew he was fucked up in the head. Yet she listen, still got with him. Listen, because, you know, we like a little crazy. It's good for the sex. It's good for the sex. Mm. Crazy person hit it from the left. You'd be like, whoa. You know what? You right. About Is Joe what? even good at sex though? Cause when the... I don't, I wouldn't say so. But it, then again, I've never slept with a white men, so in my mind, like all of the white men are just bad at it. But I don't know. Mm. That's just me being ignorant. So if you're white and you're listening, don't take offense. I don't know. Maybe you do have good sex. It's not my business. I know that I'm on the whole other side of the spectrum. I'm down on the darker, darker, darker colors. Blacker to berry, sweeter to juice so many connotations to it yeah so take all of them let's move on to the sub oh, oh, oh wait, what we got messiah oh yeah the messiah so um amari didn't he said he didn't watch it i watched it and now here's the thing i, I really want to talk about it with people but i don't want to talk about the whole religious aspect because as soon as you start talking about it, everybody went, oh, because you know the Bible said it and the God said it. And it's just like, whoa, can we just, can we just receive the peace as a peace? And then you can dissect it into what you feel the Bible said. Like you, you got so many people just ready to talk about what, oh, you know what that means? Like, bro, we ain't talking about that. We just talking about what the, what the show is about. Like, you know what I mean? But, um, so question. Is it Jesus returning or is this just a guy that runs a cult that reminds people of Christianity? And this and that's excuse me, pardon me for crying. That's another thing. Nobody say anything like and that, people are assuming and then just it's not a he's not even religious based. Like the guy he's not um of Islam, he's not of Christian background. He just tells you everything is Forget everything that you know, everything that the the Bible's taught you, all of that stuff. He says, cling to me. 
Like, cling, just cling to me. Forget everything that was said. Cling to me. Cling to what I'm telling you. Like, hear what I'm saying. Like, I'm the direct messenger of whatever. I mean, it goes through. I'm doing a lot of moving with this paper, and it's probably <laughs> fucking with the sound. It goes through. Um, it goes through like him taking a group of people to like the Israeli border. And then he gets arrested. So it's like, yo, you brought all of these, you brought a whole following over here and you kind of left them to die type thing. And they over there still trying to figure out where they're going to get food, water. Like, now, how we, we stuck over here, basically. Then this nigga just start following like these natural di- disasters or whatever. But as he's doing all of this miracle work and, and going over to this place and talking to these people, saving this person, you got the CIA agents who's, you know, tracking him down and trying to, like, uncover his truths and stuff because it's like, nah, we don't believe that you're doing this miracle shit. We we, we we don't believe that you could just generate this type of following just off GP and not be doing, not be using it to weaponize. You know what I mean? So they mm-hmm. start following behind him like, nah, basically tracking him down and whatnot um, and trying to uncover his past. But as they're doing that, he just keeps... You know, you saying mean things to somebody and they just keep being nice. And you're like, what the fuck is wrong with this nice mother? Like, that's how mm-hmm. it is. Like, you know, they coming at him like, yeah, we don't think you real. And he's just like, well, what do you feel? Why do you feel like that? You're just sitting there and mind you, not for nothing. Homeboy. Yes. I seen him with the short hair. No. But with that long hair, was it stayed with a fucking Nike uh, hoodie or an Adidas hoodie? Yeah, you know I mean, with the fitted le- uh, with the fitted Levi's. Oh, throw me off my oh, my boyfriend. No, you put on them Levi's, them sex clothes. Come here, boy. So he had the Levi's on. He had the every you know with the little like he was mm, he was fine. He was fine, fine. Yeah. But he's not a doc of the berry though. Yeah, but he's still a man of color, so it's okay. I like a little color, but I do. See, here's the thing. And it's not to say, like, white. I find there's a couple of white men that I find attractive to. I'm like, damn, okay, white boy. But I really, 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 really like dark skinned dudes. And it's not so much as that I have a preference. Like, I mean, well, dark skin is my preference. Um, and then after that, I'm pretty much okay as long as you're not light skinned. That's fucked up to say, isn't it? No. Fuck it. I don't care. Me and light-skinned men, we get along on some, like, cordial, hey, what's up? Or we could be friends type stuff. But when it comes to, like, attraction, I was just, oh, my God, stop. Ooh, please, go get you some sun, bro, because your attitude is just, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I'm sorry, y'all. So, and I just had an experience yesterday with a light-skinned man that's just been, oh, right there. He came on to you? We can, can I'll vent about it and getting in depth with it. I'll just toss that onto the tail end. Okay. Because like that's a that's a whole oh child. She is oh trigger. yes, I'm triggered. <laughs> 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 oh, I can't stand light skin, man. This is, all right, we'll talk about that. Alright, so we going where? Where we going? Oh yeah, so Messiah, if y'all did check it out, reach out to me um at Shonda Nicole One on Instagram and Twitter. And, or you come to my website and talk to me, Um, But yeah, it was good. And, you know, I, I would like to have some conversations, but I just don't want to go religion. So if you want to just talk about it as like a show, can you say it? Like a mm-hmm. show, like you just received it as a show and we could talk about it because it was good. All right, let's take a quick break. Ready? And we're back again. We're back again. We're back again. All right, I'm sorry. 
You skin into your little Tony Braxton, huh? You know, just a little bit. One break. Got you. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we back. So, let's move on to the circle. The circle. Now, did you know this was a remake of a British series? Um, yes, I did know that because you told me that when you suggested that I watch it. I forget sometimes what I say. But I heard there's also, um, there's two two other types too. Somebody told me there's um, a Japan, Japanese version and something else. Oh, Japanese version. That's lucky for them. I hate having to go in here because then it'd be like mad messages I have to like act like I didn't just see. Uh, Brazil and France. Oh, yeah, I didn't double check that, so you know. But still, yeah. I only knew about the UK version. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, but um, yeah, you want to tell the people who, if they haven't um familiarized themselves with the circle, you want to tell them what it's about. To mean the people that don't love themselves. Yeah. Okay. So the people base- who don't enjoy life and what life really has to offer. So the basis of the circle is. Up to seven people move into an apartment building and they never meet face to face. Instead, they communicate solely through profiles and basics and a basic social media app. So everything is text-based, which allows multiple people to catfish. Mm-hmm. And at this point in the show, about eight or so episodes in, and almost half of them are catfishes. Yep. But yep. the thing is about this show, the elimination process is every, let's say every other day, people get to vote who's the top social media influencer. Yeah, they do rankings. The top two people, they get to choose who gets eliminated. Mm-hmm. And usually it's it's people you imagine get eliminated either because they're not that social or because people start to think strategic and get rid of the most. Yeah, strategic. Yup, 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 because that's how they got my homegirl, but okay, I get it. You know what I mean? She was catfish anyway, but it is what it is. And the thing of this whole show is the winner gets $100,000. Right. So, so many people, anybody you got the particular interest in? Yeah, my favorite's well, see the the thing is when we when we do these shows, it's hard because it's like I want to talk about where we are now, but then we have to actually get there. So, um, first couple episodes, my well, my favorite has always been Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got great energy. Chris and Shoe Bomb, they've they've been my favorite since the beginning. Um, I do like Rebecca. You mean Seaburn? Yeah, Rebecca Seaburn. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, if, for those who don't know or who haven't seen the show. Um, Rebecca is the person being played on the platform and she is being played by her boyfriend Seaburn. So he's the one that's catfishing using his girlfriend's uh, picture and everything. But I like them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I like her picture and his personality. I wish she got the video message. I want to see what she actually sounds like. Hear what she actually sounds like. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She's probably probably got like one of those like nice, hi, I'm Rebecca. I'm from the suburbs. Yeah, I'm shy. But you know what? (laughs) When I think about Seaburn and like the whole like Shub and Shuby, like their relationship, Mm -hmm. I can definitely see if it was like if this was off the show type thing and they had met organically, I could definitely see them being best friends, like Mm -hmm. being bros. That's why it's so like it flows so naturally between the two of them that like Shubon probably got to stop like and be like, wait a minute. 
this could like that. Well, that's why he think that she's not a catfish because he's so comfortable speaking mm-hmm. to dude. You know what I mean? And then the, the stuff that the dude be saying outside of like when Seabird's talking about like other guys or whatever, like you know flirting and whatnot. But when they're having like their their genuine heart to hearts and stuff, it'd be like bro talk. Like mm-hmm. you can tell like it's 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 some like y'all really fuck with you. Like you, if it wasn't if they were off the show, they would be bros for real. I so very much worry what shoe bomb's gonna do when he finds out Rebecca's a catfish. I that's gonna be interesting to me. I um, want a reunion show so badly. Isn't it they're gonna be one, right? I hope so. Didn't you see the last episode they had like a little reunion they when they all the people meet face to face? I must be missing things. Yeah, I could have sworn it's like the Was next... it in the credits? Yeah. That's why. Usually when the credits hit I'm done. Oh, let me see. Um, what's like it half called? the time, I don't even watch episode previews. I'm like, I don't got time for this. Mm, see, I know there's like a like a reunion type thing going on here. I just want Michelle Buto. I want them to know what Michelle Buto's been saying about the, about the whole damn show. You feel me? Because she's been going in on them like she did not know who these people were. Alright, the last rating. It would be like an episode 9, 10, 11. It would be like an episode 13. Because I would assume there's four more episodes which are coming out on Wednesday. Since mm, finale, here we go. Da, 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 da. Hey. Ooh, imagine if they have to rate each other for 100,000 after they see each other in person. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably what, what's going to happen. But yeah, they had the little thing. They had a little preview up there. And it looked like they was in like a reunion setting, and then they announced they said to the thing was they circle who won the money and it like that. So yeah, they have a little uh, I'm getting old, a little face to face sit down thing. So I know that's gonna happen. But yeah, where were we at? Who's your favorite? My favorite. So yeah, I like Joey. I like Joey's personality. He's Joey Butterfuko. Yeah, Joey is. Joey reminds me of somebody. He well, he reminds me of every Italian guy I've ever met. Really. <laughs> like, being honest, he reminds me of every Italian guy I've ever met. But he, I, he's got a good heart. I like him. Um, so Chris Shuby, yeah, I like I like most of the people that were there originally. Sammy, she's cool. She'd be having her moments, but I guess I'm just used to. I guess the the original people, mm-hmm. the people from the original episode, are still like near and dear to my heart. So it, all the other newcomers, they can come and go, whatever. Um, now these new people, excuse me, like Ed it. and Bill, yum. And I don't even like that word. I don't even like the word yum and yummy. But Ed still wants to be in his mama, right? Yeah, he could drop his mama off somewhere and keep it moving. <laughs> um, but he's fine. And um, Will, that was his name? No, Bill. Mm-hmm. Bill disappeared a little bit in that last episode. I agree. We didn't, we didn't really see him too much. But also, why didn't Miranda get to have a video package for when she left? Everybody else did. Maybe maybe because she kissed Joey. Shit. And he's like, no, nah, you sacrificed that when you consented to that kiss. I mean, those two, if there wasn't cameras off, we were off the damn apartment. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they probably had to edit it out. They probably did do all of that. Nah, Joey's a gentleman. He probably got to like second base and was like, I'm good. And also, my, my I'll, I'll save the rest till after you meet my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know, if she meets the mom, she hooked. 
Oh, please. Because the way Miranda was, she made it clear she fall quick and fast. Yeah, man. She probably walked. Well, we know she ain't walk out of there with no dry coochie. And I hate the word coochie. I got to stop saying words that I don't like in public. <laughs> Why do I feel like moist is somewhere? I don't. Too? Yeah, I'm not really a fan <laughs> of it. I'm not really a fan of it too, too much. But it ain't as bad as like some people really can't stand it. Like I can't stand. I can stand it more than I can like yummy. I can't. And then Justin Bieber got that stupid song. And the song is catchy. And like I'm in the chicken shack, like late as hell, and somebody in there singing. And I'm like, come on, bro. I don't need to hear this right now. On a side note for music, did you hear the new Normani and Megan Thee Stallion song? Yeah, uh, I like the chorus. It, it didn't do it for me. It's, it, it it definitely. It definitely sounded standard. That's sad. yeah from from a from a artist perspective, from a writing perspective, it sounded standard. It didn't it didn't move me. Yeah, I, I was uh, yeah, it sounded really standard. Just something to put on the radio and get the girls buzzing. Diamonds is a girl's best friend. Yeah, I'm good on that. All right, but back to the circle. So, um, my favorite contestants and the reason behind, where we at? The reason behind catfishing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, wait, I didn't ask you. What's your favorite contestants? Um, I'm shallow, so. <laughs> yeah. So, Sammy. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I enjoy Adam solely because he's ridiculous. Okay. And I still can't get past how everyone got mad and comfortable when he said aroused. Yeah, he's he's so such a square trying to be a so no he like when you from from you sitting on the couch watching it you're just sitting there like i can see you really thinking that you're doing a good job like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you're so out of the loop you so don't know what is going on that i can really see that you believe right now that what you're saying to them is going to get them going and it's sad it's sad because it's like and he's married. Yeah, it's just like, yo, I, well, I'm pretty sure you don't talk to your wife like this. But the fact that, because what happens is you get people who has never been in that type of environment to receive that type of attention. Mm-hmm. So they think that this is what I'm supposed to say. This is what the, uh, somebody like this would say to these girls and they'll be okay with it because this is the type of attention. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like the light skin complex. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where it's like, okay, well, yeah, I look like this. So, of course... I get to say whatever I want to say type thing. And, and there's not much rejection because but look at me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's that. And I feel like that's how dude feels using that character. Like, I mean, this is like, yeah, I'm pretty sure he can say that to a girl and get away with it. And then, like all the girls is like, Ugh. but at the same time, they humor him though. Yeah. That's the thing. Like nobody checks him. So everybody's like, ew. But yeah, like I was saying, and it's just like, nigga, no. <laughs> like, I would have been like aroused, sir, if you don't sit that little dick out. <laughs> like, because anybody who is that forward to me has, you know, a uh, micro penis. There, because. But yeah, we were talking about Adam, like, and. Adam is just a joke. Yeah, but like I said, you or like you said, the girls entertained it, which also kind of like goes into the point of like when you look a certain way, people are more like or more tolerable of your bullshit. Which goes so well with you and all that Joe gets away with. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Because that nigga be so obvious. Just stalking all he got just, is a cap on. A cap. A cap. 
a cap and it ain't even like yo he just be so obvious it's like think he's superman with glasses on <laughs> yeah, like the, the me where they had shack behind the tree and it was like joe stalking someone in broad day like, like nobody can see him like fam we can see your best all right but yeah um but yeah the whole catfishing thing it makes so much sense it does but it's also so sad. It is. Because everybody's being single, even the one who got people in their lives. Exactly. Because it's like, oh, well, what's the fastest way to get the attention that I'm looking for? Mm-hmm. To incite, to, you know, gain interest on a, not an intimate, but, you know, on the physical attraction or on the idea that, um, you know, I can be desirable. Or the, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find the words and it's not coming. But uh, if you're listening, I'm pretty sure. You can get what I'm trying to get. Well, you're picking up what I'm putting down. Because even Chris is kind of like that. He fucks with everybody, whether you are straight, seem straight or you may seem like you yeah, want to he, Yeah, he be so bold. And I'm like, look at you. Because I, I would think people, you know, toxic, well, not toxic masculinity, but, you know, the super masculine people. Oh, you don't, 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 don't play with me like that. Don't Joey low-key like appreciates that. it, though. Yeah, but you know what? Joey is so into himself that he's like, yep, I'm taking all the compliments. What? <laughs> what? You said my head? Well, watch me flick my hair and twitch my hip a little bit when I walk off and look back at you. <laughs> no, I don't want to sleep with you, but you want to sleep with me, so I want to give you something to think about later. You know what I mean? Like, Joey comes off as a type that's like, Look, I'm I'm shower me with compliments. I don't give a fuck who they coming from. But then when he got the message from his mother, that explains so much. Like his mom, you know, oh, I love you so much, my beautiful boy, my beautiful, wonderful boy. Like mm-hmm. people who are rained on with like praises like that constantly, that those affirmations, they kind of carry themselves like that. Like not for nothing, my daughter, she annoying as shit right now. But when you tell she. When you tell her that she's so cute or she's so smart and you laugh like, oh my gosh, you're so cute. She's like, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, it's, it's not it's not to say yeah. like she's she's full of herself, but she 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 knows that there's never been a question where, oh, I'm, I'm not this or I'm not that because she showered with praises. And when you shower with praises like that, you kind of do be, you know. I don't want to say fully yourself, but you'll be well but affirmed. you know yourself. Yeah, you'll be well affirmed. That's what it is. Like, like, I remember on your Instagram, I think, you had a video of her when you was talking about her hair so bad. She's like, no, I'm not. Oh, uh, yeah. And that was what? That was like two years ago. And she was like, no, I'm still beautiful. Her hair look crazy as shit. She's like, no, I'm still beautiful, even if my hair ain't done. Okay, girlfriend, you better read me. Let me know that, honey. Because... That's what you need. When you go out there in the world, sometimes they ain't going to always agree with you, but you got to be like, okay, bitch, I'm still good. That's why I had to teach her the difference between a fact and an opinion. Mm-hmm. So she know. I'll, I'll be like, yo, you look crazy. She'd be like, yeah, maybe, but that's your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but what I also appreciate about Joey is as much as he can be full of himself, he's not an asshole. Exactly. He's still very caring about other people. Like his relationship with Shuby is just. Yeah, it's so like, if you look, I think in his background, it says like, I love Shubon yes. or I love Shuby or something. Shuby forever or some shit like that. But they got a good bromance. Now, I think that if Rebecca, if Seaburn was playing as Seaburn, it would be Seaburn, Shuby, and Joey. They would be like the the, the, the three bros. Mm-hmm. But I think the fact that he's playing as a girl is why him and Joey haven't really like had much connection mm-hmm. because it's like 
Joey's into blondes and whatnot, so he's one of flirts with the the girls that he's kind of into. Rebecca's not really up to his, not really his style. His color, basically. Yeah. You know, I mean, it is what it is, but you know, everybody can have a preference. But they haven't had a reason to have like an exchange to where they be like, "Yo, you are cool as shit." You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like most of the exchanges between the men and women were because there was a physical interest first. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Outside of like Chris or whatever, but like everybody else is like, "Oh yeah, you, she's kind of cute. Let me hit her up." Nobody really hit it. Like, "Oh, I'm just trying to get to know you. What's up?" Because not for nothing, I'm the type. If I was on the circle. The way I am, I'm talking to everybody, period. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not just, oh, you're not that attractive. No, I am I would be more of a Chris. You know what I mean? However, with Chris, I feel like what gets him into trouble is that he'll put his he'll put his head in the room, but he won't speak. You know what I mean? Like, He's just he'll, for the drama. Yeah, he'll put his cup out, but he ain't trying to, like, you know, transfer <laughs> the tea. You know what I mean? Slowly but surely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, um, this is this is this episode is just right on the outskirts of the ghetto. I mean, it's... punishment is hard, bro. Punishment is so hard. It's harder on the parent than it is the child. Because the child is gonna test you. Pray for me, because after a while, the child gets bored of doing what they can do to keep themselves entertained. So what then becomes entertaining is how deeply like how far on your nerves they can jump you know what i mean like oh yeah i used to get ass whoopers for that yeah because it's just like well and i know it because i was a kid too so it's like well since i can't do what i want to do i'm being your face now you can't do what you want to do now you annoyed and i'm having fun because i didn't transfer my bad annoyed energy <clears throat> to you that's what she's that's what she's trying like, to do hey you put me on punishment so what i'm supposed to do now you feel Tell me? me and i wrote something about that on on my website i probably need to revisit that and like rework it a little bit but like yo i i don't want to be on punishment with you like this shit is not fun for me so i need you to act right because i don't want to be have to sit here and make, like my son he about this god this boy he about to be on point. Well, I'm, let me not say that. Let me let me give him a chance. Mm-hmm. He's got a book report to do to me that's supposed to save his ass. This book report is supposed to be due today, but because he's got a three day weekend, he's like, no, you know, I have until Monday. Which who the fuck told you that? But then I found out that now there's um his other grandmother's throwing a little birthday thing, and I'm like, but y'all like y'all gotta talk to us because he don't deserve no damn birthday thing the way he's been acting lately. But it's like now he going. Get getting confused. He's like, oh, all right, I'm about to have a party. What? I'm not in trouble. And then as soon as you get home, be sitting there like, so where's my two-page report on Harriet Tubman? Because that book was like a good 80 pages. It's not long. It's not going to take you long to read it. So I need all my shit. Run me my reports. Are you getting this two-week punishment? Two weeks? Yeah. And ask me why. Why? Over lying. Ask me what he lied about. What did he lie about? Washing his face before school. Something so basic. Let me see if I still got the picture. And I'm about, and this is, and when I show it to you, you're going to be like, nah, I see exactly why this nigga is on punishment because that don't make no sense. Going to tell me he washed his face before school. Uh, does he not? In a... You see what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, you serious? You washed your face before school? Yeah, I washed my face. So his father said that to me. So when I picked him up, I'm like, yo, you washed your face? He was, I'm like, yo, what you, you know, what you get in trouble for? He was like, what you mean? I'm like, 
you get this morning. I'm like, you washed your face? He like, yeah. I said, before you even start the lie, bro, really think about it. And I showed him the picture. You know, here go AJ. Yeah, you tripping. Because you had eye crust. You had stuff on your chin. You know, daggone well, you ain't washed your face, Amir. And I'm just sitting there like, I don't even got to say nothing because she already running it down. She's like, I saw the picture. Your face was trash. And you shouldn't look like that because you handsome. And I'm like, yo, like, you, I'm like, so why you ain't wash your face? So then he like, Oh, when somebody was in the bathroom. Now, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I was sitting there texting him. Was that the same day? I think I was sitting there texting him. And he's ignoring my messages, standing in the hallway with his toothbrush. But he ain't going to wash his face because he's so busy on his um, iPod. Mm-hmm. So it's like now, you lo- now you're now not doing what you're supposed to do because you got your iPod. You're not even supposed to have that in the morning. you all distracted and... Now you walking out the house looking like this, and then you got the nerve to lie to us. I'm like, fam, you gotta understand, we was kids, and we was better kids than y'all. So like, you doing this lying stuff to I wash my face. Look at your face, bro. You ain't even eat nothing this morning. Where? What is this? Like, yo, I was, it I was like done. straight up drool. It was drool, like eye crust. From, you know, you sleep and you get the tears and mm-hmm. shit, and that dried up. It was eye crust, nose boogers, no chapstick on the mouth. Like you face just crusty and dry like come on now who who is raising you i'm like yo you are a rep- representation of us so yeah now he's got to do me a, he's got to give me a book report and if the book report is you know completed and everything then we'll ease you back into your stuff your your xbox and all of that stuff mm-hmm. but if you come sunday i mean come uh tonight if there's no book report then you're going to take two weeks because and there's book reports on my punishment. So it's like, oh you're going to take God. two weeks and I want every three days, I want another book report. Like, and it's like, you doing a lot. I know that's like, sounds like a lot, but I don't play with things like lying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like characteristic, like character building traits, I don't play with. You're not going to lie. Like you're going to stand in your shit. I didn't do it because I got distracted. All right, cool. I understand. I get distracted sometimes too. But you got to learn to say that. You know what I mean? You got to know that. This is what you do. But if you're going to sit there and lie to us, come on now. You're going to have to take these punishments. Does AJ have the same book report stuff or are you waiting until she gets older? No, she she doesn't have, like, I don't make her write the book reports, but I make her give me the uh, verbal review. That's mm-hmm. what I was just telling you about when she said she finished the book. I'm like, you ain't finished the book that fast. She's like, yeah, I did. And then she told me, like, almost word for word what the hell the book was about. I'm like, all right, you got it. So she gets the verbal because I don't have the patience to sit and wait for her to finish writing. <laughs> but once she's, you know, if it was all on the, uh, if it was all on like the the iPod or something, I mean on the um iPad, then she'd be doing the same thing. But right now I'm good with her giving me the verbal, you know, uh, retelling of the story of what she read, so that I can question and you know go into like what she understood from the book. Which she just be understanding all that shit. And it just be... Like, I'm supposed to be mad. And I'm, like, sitting there and she's telling me shit back. And I'm just... On the inside, I'm beaming, like, look at this smart motherfucker here. <laughs> but on the outside, I got this straight face, like, nope. Mm-mm, nope. I'm not going to crack. You want punishment. You don't get my smiles. But, yeah. That's just how it goes. Sorry, tangent. Where were we? Circle... Favorite people, Joey being a good person despite his ways. You know what I fear? Well, at, at one point I started to fear. I was fearing that the 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 
social media platform and the 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 I don't want to say the status, the ranking and everything mm-hmm. was going to get to Shoe Bomb's head. I was I was worried. Yeah, you can see it, but it's like he's still showing. It's like it's like a gentle pull at him right now. Like, hey, hey, come over here. He still got a little more, you know, goodness that's holding it off. But you can see. I worry if Rebecca gets eliminated early, what that would do to him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be out for blood when Rebecca gets eliminated. Definitely out for blood. Then again, she don't seem like anytime soon she'll get eliminated. I mean, she keeps coming up in the middle, and the middle is a good spot to be. The only issue that Rebecca consistently has is when Seabun tries to say some girl stuff, and then all the women are like, what? Yeah, the girls can see through it. The the guys can't, but the girls can see but through the it. Girls, it's like... But nobody's doing accusations of catfishing anymore. That's true. After Karen left, I guess they thought that was the only one. Well, the new girl, Sean. Sean about to expose herself. Yeah, and I wonder what the, what does that mean? Is she going to continue to... Because, you know, well, with, with, with Rebecca slash Seaburn uh, being in there, you know he's going to take whatever information, whatever tea is spilled, he's going to take that and give it back to Shoebomb. And Shoebomb's going to take that and give it to Chris and them. And so it's like the cat's out the bag. Mm-hmm. So she's going to have to come out to everybody as herself, or does that mean that she's quitting the game? No, but sh- that's the thing about this game. There's such a focus on what your profile says that mm. when you ever you differ from it, automatically catfish, automatically fake, automatically that's lie. true. Because remember how Karen got kicked out? Everybody anonymously went after her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, the, when you watch it, they kind of just was all jumping. And I mean, granted, they, they were right, liked but her, though. yeah, and I think it's because she was black, but she wasn't Rebecca Black. Yeah, she <laughs> was. She was black girl black. She was Mercedes with a Z. Yeah, black. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so... Which kind of speaks to a larger thing about this whole show and how society is. Yeah, definitely does. It definitely does. Like, and you I can mean, be a dark-skinned black girl, but as long as you're not a black aggressive urban black girl. girl. Yeah, now it's like beyond color. It's not for nothing. Like, I have a family member and she's... um, She's not the... Like, she's darker than me, but she's the suburban you know what i mean mm-hmm. she comes very suburban and you got me who's all light skin high yellow and i come in there like you know grabbing my nuts like what's good <laughs> <Okay. laughs> so yeah it's i think now we're getting to a shift where it's more so you know the way you 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 put yourself out there like you're i don't want to say approach but your disposition is that the correct word to use? Your disposition, mm. the way you you know, the way you put your shit on on your platform, the way you come off. Sort of like how Tiff, some people don't like Tiffany Hash because she's too her, but at the same time, you have to appreciate it because it's right there in your face. Like she doesn't give you an option. No, but what I like about it is because she was on a Breakfast Club. If you compare how she can be now compared to Sydney Poitier, Cicely Tyson, and all that, mm-hmm. it is such a grand change when you yeah, think about it. Yeah, because they had to be. They yeah, but see, and this is I'm reading this book here. Um, this, you probably might have seen it. Um, defining moments in black, but it's got black crossed out. History reading between the lies. You know, I love me by um, Dick Gregory. Yeah, by Dick Gregory. And, you know, he's a conspiracy theorist or whatever, but he's retelling, like, a lot of this stuff that's happened. I didn't get to the parts where he was, like, actually present 
for the stories. But right now, like, it reads kind of like an old head just telling you, like, yo, let me get all of this information out of my head before I die. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, let me tell you my story and, and the shit that I think and what I've seen. And they, I forgot exactly where I was going, but... <laughs> <laughs> What was I talking about? I was talking about Sidney Poitier. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So he was talking about, like, he's where, you know, he's talking about how, like, we basically were getting to a point where we're conformed to make people comfortable enough with us, make white people comfortable enough with us so that they're like, you know, okay, well, we don't have to be threatened or we don't have to be afraid and now we can work with them or we they can exist among us because they're not the animals that we um made ourselves believe they were type thing Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but now we're at a point where we don't have to be like that like this is what it is you're going to take me as i am or you're not because i'm all right either way but that's i guess the fight that has come like you know what i mean like uh, from everybody years of people fighting black people fighting to be like yeah nah fuck y'all niggas I don't need your acceptance. And now that we don't, you know, for the people who feel like they don't need the acceptance of other of white people, now mm-hmm. they have that acceptance. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it, with the except with the exception of Steve Harvey, like I just feel like I feel like white people fuck with him, but I feel like it's fake fuck with him. Like I feel like white people really fuck with Tiffany Haddish. Mm-hmm. But I feel like white people fake fuck with Steve Harvey. But then that comes the black people question of are they fucking with her because they're laughing with her or at her? See, the thing is, she's laughing. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're laughing with me or at me. I'm laughing, so I'm enjoying myself. Mm-hmm. I'm having a good time. And you're paying to see me do whatever it is that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And you're laughing. So whatever it is that you're laughing at, whether it be at me or at my jokes or what I got going on, it doesn't matter because I've already acquired your dollar. I've acquired your attention and I've acquired your dollar and I'm enjoying myself. So I don't care if you're laughing at me or with me because I'm, I'm having fun and I'm getting paid off of whatever it is that you feel in. Yeah. I mean, you have every right to feel whatever it is you feel. If you laughing at me or with me, whatever. But I, me personally, I don't feel, I don't feel like she's being laughed at in that manner. I feel like she's really enjoying her life. She's living her life and she's, doing so in a way where it's like I don't need white people to accept me but if they fuck with me that's cool too mm-hmm. and I feel like that's where she is and I, that's where you sh- that's how you should be you should be excited to be doing what you're doing living your life living your black ass life living your true authentic self because like every time I see her in interviews or behind the scenes or anything like that like I feel like I'm getting the Tiffany that is real you know what I mean? Like, and I mean, when I say real, I don't mean like just on like TMZ or, you know what I mean? What you see from, like, I'm talking, go into they tag photos real, like see how she, how her friends record her in the privacy of, you know what I mean? I don't have 5 million followers. I got 200 followers that ain't, you know, nobody's going to see this, but this is how we are when we together. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like that Tiffany, like she's authentic to that person behind the scenes. Every time I see her, it's consistent. You know what I mean? So if people are laughing at her, then it's like, okay, keep laughing. Just keep paying her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She's living life. She's doing what she wants to do. She's building the wealth that she's, you know, the goals that she's trying to get to. She's reaching those by y'all laughing, whether it be at her or with her. Just keep paying because she making, she making her money do what she needed to do. And she opened the doors for other people as And well. she stay opening doors for other people. 
Like if you listen to, because I listen the people that she had on that Netflix special, she um. Blame Monroe. Yeah, like I listened to pretty much all the interviews. Well, not all the interviews, but like they they spoke on some of the podcasts that I listened to. <coughs> some of the uh, comedians she had up there, and they all said the same thing. She said, "I'm gonna go first, and I'm come back and get you." And like they all spoke on like when they was you know back in the trenches and how shit was, whatever like that. But that's that's genuine. When you got a genuine person like that, bro, you laugh at me all you want to, bro. Just make sure that while you laughing, you paying because it costs. It costs to enjoy whatever it is you get from me. It costs. Mm-hmm. Do you think the main thing holding black people apart is respectability politics? Mm. I feel like I know what you mean, but I want you to elaborate to make sure before I respond. The best example would be folks like Bill Cosby before all the other stuff. He would tell us that the only reason we would, the only way we would be respected if we pull up our pants and all that type of shit. I mean, like the idea, like as you were saying, the idea that we have to present ourselves a certain way. But I mean, granted, honestly, I don't want to see your ass anyway. Pull your fucking pants up. <laughs> like I'm with them <laughs> on that one. Pull your pants up. But I mean, I, I get. I was told my sophomore year in high school from my, he was a history, he was just a regular history teacher, but he was real like, you know, you got to get there. You guys are gifted. He was really pumping because I went to West Side and yeah, so there was like a lot of people, even though like I had honors classes, the people around me, like they still, you know, we have, well, here I had more than I did down south, but the people around me didn't have as much, you know what I mean? So he was constantly pumping that back into their heads, reaffirming us or whatever. But he would always say, like, you got to work twice as hard to be considered. And none of us, like, really paid, well, like, we paid a minimal amount of attention to it. But then after we graduated and became adults, like, we would all, you know, jump in each other's um, inbox or whatever, have a group message from the classroom. A couple people like, yo, remember when he said such and such? And then we talk about how we've been in situations where we had to be that. And it's not so much as us, it's so much as that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like in certain settings, we've like the, 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 the idea has been that we're so below or we're so not as good as other people around us, other colors, um, that, we we have to perform hard uh, well enough to be like oh all right let's leave them alone they don't need our assistance otherwise it's like micromanaging like we're really mentally not capable of doing the job like oh nah you 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 don't know two plus two is four so let me stand over here and put the sticks up for you like fam back the fuck up like niggas got masters over here you feel what I'm saying mm-hmm. like and even with all of the degrees that that black people are acquiring and stuff or all of the knowledge that we're acquiring all the skill that we show it's still a question of are you capable of doing it? Is that too much for you? Can you? you know I mean, so it's like we still do have to perform in that manner, but it gets annoying. I mean, I know that for me it gets annoying and it brings me down a little bit, but I do feel like, I mean, in order to change the narrative, we can either just not give a fuck and, and completely let the work speak for ourselves, but it's a great deal of us who have that mentality stuck in our heads that it's like, even if we wanted to just be like, nah, fuck it, let the work show for ourselves. The boss is like, look, and we still got bills to pay. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, niggas want to kind of go off and, and 
and be like, nah, I do want to wear my, my pants down to my ankles because that's my culture or whatever, and, but it doesn't affect my work. Niggas ain't trying to hear that. Excuse me. Bosses ain't trying to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? They, they ain't trying to hear that shit. They like, nah, pull your pants up. But I mean, again, I agree with the pull your pants up shit. I do not want to see it, but I do not want to see that little brown stain in between the cheeks because you missed the wipe. I don't want to see that. Um, <laughs> sorry, that triggered dude was walking up the street the other day like that. Pants down here with a fucking belt on, whole ass out. And I'm like, see, y'all, 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 y'all wonder why, you know, or y'all, y'all got this whole homophobic feelings of, you know, oh my god, y'all niggas trying to look at my ass. How can we not? It's out. It's it's completely out. Like the whole thing, not just like a little peak at the top. Like literally, your pants is at the back of your thigh, at the top of your back thigh. That's where your pants are. Your ass is out. What you what you what you thought people were supposed to look at, and it's not even that they looking at it like ooh Isn't he's sexy, and everything? right? But it's not even like a ooh he's sexy. No, they looking like look at this nigga with his pants down. Why has he got his ass out like that? What is he doing? You know what I mean? Ain't right. he cold? <laughs> you feel me? Because it definitely listen. Hanes only keep you but so warm. All right, where were we? Circle City. catfishes, gone mm-hmm. to respectability politics and representation of oneself. Yeah, yeah. Sean revealing herself in a side effect. Does you think that's gonna get her eliminated or that may get a respect? I feel like it's gonna get her respect from the women. I think it's gonna get her respect. Yeah. I just think it's gonna get her respect. But will it help her win? But this yeah, that's the question. I mean, she's got a good personality. So But she's also a newbie and the old folks protect their own. Yeah, that's true. I don't think anybody knew it was going to win. None of them really popping. I mean, it like you got the two that's easy on the eyes. I like Sean. Her personality seems fun, but... Sean should have came in as Sean. Yeah, I, I thought she was. And, and if she would have came about... in as Sean, I feel like she would have stole their hearts away. What, she works for some body positive thing mm-hmm. and all this. So he's like, why? Are you like she models and stuff. Woman? So it's like... You 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 lit already. So like come in as yourself, they're gonna be like, yo, look at her. She's so confident and like, you know, she she's cool and yeah, she should have came in as herself. She should definitely should have. Definitely. All right, what's next? Well, next we have our movie section, which currently is just da 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 Spies in Disguise. Mm, let me go get the little one then. And it's gonna be time to see. Da, 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 da. Okay. All right. So we're gonna talk about the movie Spies in the Sky. So like, wait, wait, wait. You gotta introduce yourself to the people. Oh yeah. Hi, people. Hi, people. Who are you? AJ. That's my name. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so... I'm AJ. Mm-hmm. All right, sit still, bro, because you're making this thing make noise. All right, go ahead. So, AJ, what did you think about Spies in Disguise? Because it's not really made for someone my age. It's more so made for people your age. I really like it. I like it. Right. You're gonna, you don't want to be a spy. You want to be a spy? Yeah. What kind of spy? Um, A spy that spies on guards so that whenever I need to go to the place where the guards are, mm-hmm. I can go to the, I can, uh, pass the guards. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah. It sounds like um 
Little Kelly. Um, Little Kelly was a baby, and she was a spy. Oh, is because okay. she used the goggles that were in his in her father's room, mm-hmm. and she took it. Gotcha. From the so chest. lost. Same. Um, okay. <laughs> so why did you want to see this movie, or was it just something to do? Um, cause like. That was when it was Tuesday, and I watched movies on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a glowing review. What about Will Smith? Do you like Will Smith? I never, I never saw it before. She doesn't know who Will Smith is. Will Smith is the guy who plays... Lance, the big, tall, black guy. Oh, yeah. I really, I really heard about him. And, like, he was so funny because, like... He actually put a little Try thing. Try to speak that way toward the microphone. Because he actually put it um into his little friend. Mm-hmm. The guy that was still um growing. Walter? Yeah. Okay. That was touching his stuff that, was, that he was not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Did you like the relationship between Walter and Lance? Yeah. Did and I want to tell you something. What are you going to tell me? He got... Um, the, the kid um got... Double fired. Double fired. Yeah, because, like, he got fired twice. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he get triple fired? Because then Lance got fired too, right? At the end. No, at the end it was a happy ending. But it was just looking crazy because, like, they were holding this stuff. Did you think they had kind of like a father-son dynamic together? Did uh, they act like, did they remind you of, like, a father-son? Uh, no, because... Because, like, then they started to all work together, but they did it the kid's way. The mm-hmm. kid's way. Mm. So, what was his name? Lance and Walter? Lance is Will Smith, and then Walter's character is Tom Holland. Okay. So, they didn't kind of act like dad and son? They didn't act like dad and son, but they worked together. Oh, okay. That answers the question, right? <laughs> but, but, um, mm-hmm. but, um, they were together in, in, before they even did that. They were together so that um, the kid could fix what um, he did. Gotcha. Cause like um, the um the man with the suit mm-hmm. um drank um the potion that that the kid made. Gotcha. And he turned it to a bird. Okay. That's why they had to be together. But like the um kid was hugging him so tight that that egg just flipped out. Because <laughs> he, he became like, a girl. Let me do it. Let me do it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well then. All right. Talk about progression. How did you feel about the villain, the bad, the bad guy. guy? The bad guy. I mean, like the way his face looks. <laughs> but I like the. But I like the way he changes into um the bit the guy with the suit. But mm-hmm. he just put. But when um the um the um the team mm-hmm. found out him. He did this. Mm-hmm. He just put up one arm. And then he shot it. And, and um and um the um the leader mm-hmm. um asked him to put both arms up, but he just did this. He was supposed to do this, but he didn't want to do that mm-hmm. because he, he didn't want um anybody to figure out that he's a bad guy. Do you understand why he was a bad guy? Uh they didn't tell me anything about why he's a bad guy. Okay, I'm going to break it down for you and you tell me what you think, okay? Okay. Now, do you know how... I ain't going to go too deep with this. No, take it where you need to. As long as she's following you, just 
check with her. You get what I'm saying? Every now and then she'll okay. let you know. You know how government works, right? In any kind of capacity. Like how spies work. What they do? What do they do? What? All right. Lance's job was to go to other countries and to take things or destroy things, right? All right? Right. Okay, I'm assuming you with me. So, <laughs> when people do stuff like that, it causes a lot of destruction. Like, have you ever seen a Marvel movie like Spider-Man, Iron Man, stuff I like that? I saw Spider-Man before. See? Now, in those type of movies, you see all the bad things that happen, like buildings could get destroyed and stuff like that? Yeah. Think about the people who live after that and how they feel. Like, say it's me or you. We're just going to see a movie or whatever. Spider-Man's doing his thing and a building comes and kills me, kills somebody else, and you're alive. That's going to make you feel very sad, isn't it? Right. And you're going to partly blame Spider-Man, right? Right. So when it comes to Lance, part of the reason the villain didn't like Lance and didn't like the CIA is because they did something to him. That's why he lost his arm. That's why he lost part of his face. Ah. Yes. So you see, with a lot of villains, especially bad people even in real life, sometimes it's not because they're purely bad. It's because the people who are supposed to be the good guys, they did something that that caused them to be bad. Got me? Uh-huh. So when it comes to that, how do you see Lance after knowing that? Knowing that he's one of the reasons why the bad guy became a bad guy. I think I just... <laughs> <laughs> I think I just... All right, let me, let, me, let, me, let me sum this up. All right, so basically... <laughs> All right, so basically, you know how like everything has everything that some sit there. <laughs> seems like break down what face. he just said. All right, so Lance, right? Mm-hmm. Something. Well, wait. He's the Lance. bad guy is mad at Lance, right? Yes. Okay, so the bad guy is mad at Lance because Lance was trying to do some superhero stuff and like messed him up, messed up the bad guy. So then that's why the bad guy became a bad guy. He was a good guy at first. And then Lance came through, did some superhero but, stuff, and but hurt. But let me tell you what happened when they were kids. Okay. Um, the the man with the suit. Okay. Took all the things from the bad guy. When they were kids, and that's why the bad guy is mad, so that he could take everything from the uh the guy with the suit. With the hand motions, like she's saying this with such conviction, is this true? Is this what happened? They, we never seen them as kids. Okay. <laughs> But we do know that Lance did take or destroy something of the bad guy. So okay. that's why the bad guy masquerades as Lance to take away all that Lance matters to him. Okay, gotcha. So it's the revenge thing. Yes. And I know that because I saw that part. Okay. We're, we're not saying you didn't see it. It's right. just well, yeah, I'm like 25, 24 years just, older than you, so I have a yeah. whole different look on it. A whole different perspective of what's happening. <laughs> and she looked at me like, I have no idea what you're talking about. This I have no idea. Mind. Yeah, I see. <laughs> I'm falling down. Yeah, so... Okay, you're getting a little bit like a ham now. Right, all right, AJ, <laughs> you're doing the most now. So does that go through all your topics? Uh... As a kid, do you even care about story, or is it just about laughs? I was, because I, I, I'm, you're 20, I'm 20 something. You're four, five, or six. Five. Five. So I am 23 years older than you. So as a five-year-old, do you care about story, or is it just about laughing and what it looks like when it comes to movies? Laughing. Yeah. No, don't laugh for you. Girl, being her feelings. And sometimes I laugh with my eyes closed. 
This girl be in her feelings talking about, did you see the part where they were hugging? They were hugging because, like, she she be into the story. But I think it it helps when they are able to laugh. It mm-hmm. makes it more... I think, like, all right, say that there's a part and it ends with a laugh. Mm-hmm. When they think about the laugh, they go back and think about, okay, well, why was that funny? And they go into the story that surrounded the laugh. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. like, when she tells me things that she finds funny... She'll go into the story of why it was funny. And you'd be like, okay, so you really did watch this movie. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think it's a mixture of both, but outwardly, they just want to laugh. <laughs> Shit, so do I. Hello. No, look, don't, don't sprinkle so many lessons in this. Which reminds me, we should do The Proud Family. Now that it's finally on Disney+. Plus. Oh my god, it's so good. I mean, it's, 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 I found a few problematic parts from a couple episodes I've seen. You know, rewatched, but oh, because of the way they treat Dejeuner. Yeah, I mean, period. Like, but I'm saying that's something we can discuss. We can watch it and and go over it because how many episodes per episode? It was like twenty something. It's more than twenty episodes. No, first season, it's two seasons, so it's like forty something episodes. That's a lot. Bye, bye. All right, bye. Bye. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, you got something? I don't know. My child is weird so sometimes. So. Yeah, don't. I just, you know, I just let it go sometimes because it's just, Cause she it's got, just better for the culture. Cause she got her ear to do, tilted like she got peroxide in one I know. ear. AJ, you okay? Yeah. What's going on? Uh, I'm going outside. So why you got your ears to the side? Cause I like that. Kind of like that way. Okay. I have a Express god. yourself. I have a god child and a family with a child. I don't think I'm ready. Mm. Listen, <laughs> this is this is the fun. This is the fun. Yeah, because you mentioned the hard part. I don't. I don't I'm so glad I'm not the parent for that part. Listen, this is the fun, man. This is the fun. So now that we covered the TVs and movies we enjoyed, mm-hmm. it's time for getting in depth with it. All right. Which we have done like multiple times already, but this time we're going to be focused. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. being that this is the first he episode of the... going to be focused. You know, hopeful. Fingers <clears throat> crossed. Even I would not... You know, I really could edit this to make it focus, but it's like, who has the yeah, time? Yeah, no. We, I did it right. You lucky we here, shit. <laughs> you lucky we showed up to make sure that we... Yeah. All right, let's do this. So. You're going to take he... us how we come. Pause. <laughs> 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 so being that this is the new year mm-hmm. of course the obvious thing will be resolutions but nobody wants to do that yeah nobody and while i was resolutions so one of the things i was thinking of is things you want to leave because we're starting a new decade right we're starting a new year so what is it some things you're trying to leave behind miss shonda i'm leaving behind those who do not know how to resolve conflict mm. those people got to go and i'm leaving behind Okay, so here's a, since we end the subject, here's the thing. There was a situation where somebody brought some information to me and the information was brought to me to hurt someone else, but I was kind of like a casualty. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to tell her because I'm mad at you and that's going to make her mad at you. But in the meantime, it, it like fucked me up too collateral damage right so i'm like okay um when you when you brought the information to me you didn't bring it to me as i'm telling you because i care about you you brought it to me because you felt a way about a situation with someone else Mm -hmm. 
I had nothing to do with this. I was getting out of the shower, minding my business. So when you kind of try to make it seem like you're coming to me because I care about you and I'm I'm trying to be a friend with you, so here's a here's a bucket of bad news. Then after that, I don't speak to you or never hear from you for like two years. That, that two let, years. Yeah. So like that lets me know you ne- you weren't coming with this bucket of bad news. Um. You know, because you had concerns for me, you genuinely were coming with this bucket of bad news because you didn't give a fuck about what I felt. You just wanted to make sure that this person felt something. So when I see you, it's not that I have any problem with you. It's just I have no desire to connect with you on any level. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm leaving behind. The phoniness of of just pretending like I don't have a problem being cordial. But I don't want to pretend and I don't want to stay in spaces where I'm not comfortable at all. Like if I'm triggered, if my peace is disturbed, if I see you like because the person they were on the phone Mm -hmm. and they were speaking to everybody around. And when I noticed that that was who was on the phone, I took my, you know, I walked away. I removed myself from that situation. That's another thing I'm leaving behind. I'm not going, you know, I'm not going to stay where. It don't feel good. I'm pretty sure I just said that, but that's it, like this situation really got to me. So um, I walk away, you know, and then I come back, do what I got to do. And they're like, yo, such and such want to speak to you. I haven't talked to you in two years. The last time I talked to you, the conversation that we had was you bringing me this bucket of bad news. Why do I want to speak to you now? And I know that it's just because like, a, oh, you know, there's no beef. There's no beef. No, there's no beef, but I don't have a desire to interact with you. Mm-hmm. And I, that's what I'm leaving behind. The feeling of guilt behind that. Me saying, no, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to interact with you. And then I turn around, I feel guilty. Mm-hmm. Or I feel bad. Like, damn, I'm being a shitty person. No, I'm not being a shitty person. Because me interacting with certain people, there's no benefit from there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's no financial benefit. It's fucking with my, with my peace. So now that's already taken away. Like, there's no good that can come from me speaking to you. I mean, there's, you know, environmental, okay, hey, what's up? But for me, wanting to sit down and, hey, girl, hey, Kiki, what you, there's nothing good that can come from that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not going to make me feel better at the end of the conversation. It's going to make me feel worse. So I'm good with you. So that's that's pretty much what I'm I'm leaving behind. I'm leaving behind the idea that I have to interact with people because of environments or because of mutual friends or whatever. No, if you do me wrong... Or if I if I have to question your motive, then I just don't want to talk to you at all. How do you handle forgiveness? You just got to make super amends. I feel like when I'm forgiving of someone, you have to completely understand what you did and how it affected me. If you know that's what it is. Like, I mean, I feel like you don't. Forgiveness is like, a all right, so if I do something wrong to you, mm-hmm. all right, and I apologize, you don't forgive me. I'm okay with that because I know that I said what I said from the heart type thing, or I I made amends from the heart. But I feel like when it comes to me forgiving other people, I don't feel like people, there's only been like one situation where I can actually be like, yeah, I truly forgave this person. And that was like my ex from like, I think it was like 2012, 2011, 2012 or something. But like we had like a weird breakup and then once everything was said and done, the dust settled, you know, once my feelings, once I recovered and I licked my wounds and I healed myself or whatever, he came back around and, 
we had a conversation in which he just broke down and he told me like, yeah, I was real fucked up for how I treated you. You know what I mean? It took X, Y, and Z for me to see that this, I should have handled this differently and this could have been handled in this way. And, you know, I seen how it was affecting you, but I just kind of played it like it wasn't. And I apologize for that. Like he really broke down every way that he hurt me to the point where there was nothing I could say, but word, I forgive you. Like, I appreciate you even saying that to me and it wasn't like there was some gain behind it because it wasn't he wasn't saying it to try to sleep with me again or try to get back on my good side it was genuinely just yo I want to make amends with you I want to apologize to you because I want to be able to reach out to you in the future just want some like hey how you doing type shit and Mm -hmm. since then like I he's the only one like I said who God protected his hairline because when you do me wrong in a relationship, <laughs> God will take your hair from you. <laughs> and when I was working on, you know, when I was working on part of that um story, my article, or whatever, I hit him up like, yo, you ever cheated on me? And he was like, nah, he's like, anything that I did was after we officially broke up. I'm like, okay, that's why you still got a good head of hair. <laughs> yeah. So what about you? How are you with forgiveness? I, I'm in that I think the best way to put it where I am in life I feel like I don't have the kind of options where mm. I can well I can forget but I what is it I don't have the type of people in my life like the number quantity of people where I feel like I am able to say fuck you mm. like damn I can't say fuck you because I don't have enough people in my life I to say fuck I don't have enough you. of a safety net I get that and then when it comes to friendships I unfortunately have massive insecurities because of my way I grew up, bullying mm. and all that other shit. Mm. So when it comes to that, you can slight me, but then I'm gonna automatically think I'm digging too deep. Mm. I'm in my feelings right now because I'm triggered by something either because you did a last minute cancellation mm. when you have all reason to because you have to handle your shit. But then I'm, I'm in my mind thinking that you had something to do with it type thing mm-hmm. or Plus taking I, it personal for yeah, the most part. In my mind, I'm like I was looking forward to this. I don't do nothing but work all the time. And now you're canceling last minute. Mm. Lots of selfish shit. Right. Completely forgetting the fact that you, you have, have things that you could be going through. Did you read the four agreements? You keep I keep telling to. you to read it. I'm such a lazy reader. It's an audio get book. You, yeah, they have audio. Let me just get Yeah, get, get you the audio because that's going to help. Like, I probably, I got to, you know, get it again and, and, and read it because I need to reread the don't take it personal part because I take so much personal that it's like, it, like you said, there could be other things going on in that person's life. And I'm sitting here mad because I'm let down. But at the same time, in my dis- disappointment, I'm making mad excuses for you same and that's how send people stay in your life because it's like you're doing wrong i know you're doing wrong or you know what i mean like you're not you're not living up to what i wanted i don't because then that says that 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 makes it seem because you have such high expectations expectations yeah and you don't even admit to yourself why you have these expectations on what you expect to get out of it and then the thing the funny thing about it is like but what if they had the same expectations towards you? You're like, I would be offended. Like, for example, hold that thought. But yeah, because for example, we had the conversation about because I have expectation of you, and I had to pause real quick and said, mm-hmm. "What do you actually want to do?" Because mm-hmm. apparently, I have a whole different mm-hmm. mindset of what you like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and but that's the thing. It's just it's human nature. Well, I don't, well, I don't want to say it's human nature. It's acquired human nature at this point. Like, I guess the repetitiveness and seeing it in society. Like, people set these expectations of others, and you just sit there, like, 
I get so offended. Like right now, um, there's somebody in my family that we aren't as close as we used to be because they set an expectation for my time and my presence and didn't run it past me. So it was like, oh, well, you're supposed to be at such and such doing such and such. And I'm like, no, I like I never said that I would be there doing that. You said that and I never confirmed. So you assume that's what it is, but that's not what it is. I was not able to do that. And the fact that you just assume that I I was, that means that you don't give a fuck about what I really have going on in my life. You didn't even ask me, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like we get to these places where people just automatically expect things from us because I guess a repetitive nature and how we are, Mm -hmm. but... Screw all of that. I don't care if I'm there every day at three o'clock. Don't just assume that tomorrow I'm going to be there at three o'clock because, or if I'm not there tomorrow at three o'clock, don't come at me sideways because I wasn't because at the end of the day, I still have things that I'm doing. If I'm able to make myself there every day at three o'clock, then be appreciative of that, but understand that I don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Hoosa. Mm, triggered. <laughs> I get what you're saying now, because I had a talk with somebody the other day who told me, you know, you get those criticisms from people where you low-key are thinking about it, and someone else says it's like, fuck it. People actually see what I'm talking about. Word. You're like, okay, affirmation. It's some yeah, bullshit. I got or told, confirmation. I got told I had sugar daddy tendencies, so I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Would you be out here tricking? No. My issue is, if we're being fully honest i enable people to take possible advantage of me so that i don't have to be alone in the ways i think i'm alone Mm. so you got fat girl tendencies well i'm not skinny so no but when i say that (laughs) i mean like it's always a concern of you know i i want people to be like i not that i want people to like me or i want people to be around but i want I want to have people in my orbit, you know what I mean? But how can I say this? Like you almost like you feel like you got to buy people's attention and and buy their companionship and stuff. Mm. But really you're not like, you know, you sit back and you're like, damn, I'm not even that lonely though. Like you, or, or like you don't really need to do that to get what you're looking for. I don't know yet. That's what we're saying. If I even made sense in my You make sense. It's just, it's one of those things where, you know, the worst kind of people are the ones who know their issues but don't actually pursue yeah, a person, solution. Yeah. I'm at that point in my life, so. I well, met... I mean, you were 28 years time. I told you, everything's going to start changing around 28. I told you that. I miss being a baby. Yeah, no, you can miss all of that shit you want, but <laughs> you, you, re, you, you, you're entering the rough patch, so your table is about to definitely shift. Is about to shake and you about to remove some chairs and you about to add some chairs. Well, your twenty, your late twenty eights is when you start removing the chairs and then once you hit thirty, once you clear off your table, then you start adding the chairs and you start redecorating your shit the way you like it. So that's where you at now. You 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 about to start having to be real fucking honest with yourself because once you do that, a lot of the people that you interact with is gonna change because. Once you open up and you start being like, all right, you know what? This is where I'm wrong. This is how I be fucking up. Let me actually work on this part of me. You're going to start put uh, projecting 
what the work that you're doing right now, the people that are in your circle, the people that you interact with regularly, they know what you project onto them from yourself, mm -hmm. that version of you that you put onto them. Yeah. You know I mean that you mirror out because you know, the people in your environment is just a mirror basically of what you were putting out or the relationship is a mirror of what you put out. So it's like, once you start fixing on yourself, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't need to do this. And I got this. And I know that this is my problem. Let me work on this. The people around you are going to start changing because they're either going to change like themselves. They're going to change or their position is going to, the people in their, that position is going to change because you're changing. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? So like right now, me and my best friend, I'm noticing as of late, like, I like I little little things that I've changed about myself, um, just about my habits and like my my routine, and just in those little changes, I've noticed that. I'm not saying that it's anything from him. It's just a matter of like what I'm receiving from him. It's like not what I'm used to. Mm -hmm. You know, every time I talk to him now, it's like, oh well, I hate when you do such and such, and I'm like, whoa, why are you just now telling me that shit? You know what I mean? Like, or it's just it's. He's not treating me how I'm used to him treating me. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe it's that shift. You know what I mean? Maybe because like I was already feeling like if you have to be the only one reaching out for that person or mm -hmm. you're the only one making conversation or initiating conversation, then you stop and it, it'll die. So I'm at that point now where it's like, okay, well, let me go ahead and just not focus on it. I don't want to say that I'm going to stop and let it die, but I'm going to put my attention elsewhere and see what, that hap what happens over there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because... As I'm changing, like I said, the little bit of changes that I've made in my routine, every time I make a change, something different, I'm receiving something different from him. And it's nothing that he's doing. It's not like he's like, oh, I know you're making this change, so I'm treating you different. It's literally just the universe showing like, all right, it may be time to reevaluate this position and reevaluate the value that you've placed on this position. You mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? But. I forgot exactly where I was going, but I know it ties up into that, where you're going to start removing chairs from the table. She's, like, right there. Yeah. She's but like, it reminds me of something they were saying on Black Love on OWN. Which I'm gonna, go on, I drop love it. that damn I show. know you do. People on that show, some of them have been married for 10, 20, 30 years, mm -hmm. and one of the constant things they said over the past few seasons, you have to love somebody for the long term. You can't mm -hmm. just love that person that you met and right. expect them to stay that way. Right, right, right. Because everybody's evolving. Definitely. Like, it's like they say our skin sheds every, like, what, 30 days, 40 days, whatever. Mm. So the person is continuously shedding off who they used to be. Right. And you've got to start learning. Literally. <laughs> you have to start learning to love the person who they're going to become. Mm. And not just the person you want them to become, right. but the person they want to become. And you in have the to allow them that space to actually become. Yeah. See, my problem is like when I when you say like, oh yeah, I'm 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 become this or or I see that you're growing, bruh, don't don't half ass grow. <laughs> Go on and put that growth to work. Like don't just be half ass about it. Cause if I'm giving you the space to grow, I wanna actually like see progress. Like, yeah, you know I mean, even if I don't it's not up to me, period, but like if I'm like being respectful of the space that you need to grow, don't take advantage, like actually grow. Cause it's like, okay, I'm like, I'm letting you off your leash. You know what I mean? Like with a dog, I'm letting you off your leash. And then they just sit there and you're like, motherfucker, if you don't go stretch them legs before <laughs> we go back in this house. <laughs> but yeah. Mm. Does that cover everything? Only thing that's left is a recommendation and a quote. All right. Well, um, recommendation. 
Huh? Well, I started watching that RuPaul show. Is AJ and the Kid good? Cause I you I, ain't started yet. I'm at the point where I don't know if I can watch too many binge watch shows. Like yeah, I need I it to you. be week to week. Um, losing ten hours of my life. Yeah, no, I'm week. only on episode. I'm like halfway through episode two. It's all right. It has its moments. I have my characters that I like, but you know, like I'm really, I really enjoy, you know, seeing the gaze on my TV. Like it's just always good energy. So I'm enjoying just seeing them. And then like, like her, her best friend, I guess, Mm -hmm. or well, RuPaul's best friend or the character, I think his name is Robert. His best friend is a blind drag queen and she gives me life too. Um, A blind? Yeah. I think I think he I think they said they lost their sight at um I don't know because at first at first they said when they was young but then they said they had a diabetic stroke at 28 so maybe oh. that's when they lost it see now I want to watch yeah no it's good I mean I like you just made it seem like I'm going to cry I need a good cry every now and then mm, well I mean I ain't cried yet I'd be the, like they 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 make you laugh before you get to that that tear shedding part but I mean the person that the little AJ part, I don't like her, but outside of that, it's good, I guess. What the little girl do? It is fucking bad. And I don't really like calling kids bad, but I mean and I understand, like, you know, she's hardened from her experiences and shit, but I just be looking like little girl, you couldn't be with me because I'll be them knocked you in your mouth. Smooth from the back. So Robert doesn't Try to discipline or nothing? Just no, nah, because little girl crazy. She'll, like, she'll be saying some shit like, well, I'll scream that he's touching me. Oh, fuck. Yeah, like, like they... they Get they, rid of the child. Yeah, they wild open with it. Like the cop pulled him over and then the guy was like, do you know why I pulled you over? She's like, yeah, because he's black. Like, mm. yeah, it's, it's just like real open and, and up front like that with it. But I mean, I appreciate it. I appreciate it because it's like somebody got to say it. Yeah, it's a little white girl, so she's safe. Yeah, yeah, she's safe enough to say it. I mean, it's just unfortunate. It's hard to hear. I think that's really what it is. It's like when when you see white people speak a truth without that 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 gentleness, mm-hmm. it, it just be a little hard on the ears. Like it's like when you hear a child say "fuck" or something like that, you just be like, "Whoa, excuse me!" But then you stop, like, "All right, all right. I, I guess that was appropriate." So it's like when she says, "Like you know, why I pulled you over because he's black." Because in his mind, I know he's thinking in his head, like, well, I mean, shit, she got a point. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. while we were thinking it, she said it. So, but again, some some of the shit is just harder to hear, like, because it's coming from a white kid or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's good. Uh, so far, it's interesting. Um, Does it need to be an hour? Because once I saw it, I was like, this just this doesn't look like it needs to be an hour show. Let me tell you, each time I watched it, I was high. So... The concept of time kind of was beyond me. Mm-hmm. I will say it, I did, it did feel long as shit. I thought I was like three episodes in. And when I went back this morning, that <laughs> shit was at the end of the first episode. <laughs> I was like, oh, I ain't even start the second episode yet. Because that's another thing I do not like about all these binge watch shows. Why do they have to be 10 episodes? Yeah. Why do they have to be at almost an hour now, long? Now, see, here's my thing. If the show is good, then yeah, I want it. I want it paused. I want it long. But... If it's like, if it's going to be long pause, it has to be funny, like something to laugh at to keep your attention. I can't do too many like binge watching shows where it's like dramatic. 
Because mm-hmm. it's like, wait, I, oh, fuck, now I got to think. Okay, this is way too much fucking thinking for me. I don't want to do this. You know there's a lot of shows now aren't doing binge watch release outside of Netflix. Yeah, I know. Disney don't do that. Yeah, well, I haven't really, you know what, outside of the Proud Family, I haven't really been back on Disney. Well, outside of Proud Family, well, the man, you don't, you're not into Star Wars, so the Mandalorian I, is. I mean, I, I I tried to watch it with my best friend, but it just didn't catch me. He only wanted to watch because for Baby Yoda, so I was like, yeah. It's, uh. That's so sad because most people say that. Yeah, the Baby Yoda, like the nigga 50, shut up. Senior citizen ass. They're gonna make a new Yoda movie. I could believe it. I think because I mean he's been having all like, as soon as the show came out, like I mean I've been seeing articles about it, the popularity, the memes. I'm like, yo, you're doing the most. Yeah, plus at the same time, George Lucas, who made Star Wars, he completely avoided ever talking about Yoda's backstory. So we don't know about his people. We know the only thing we know is that his people are force sensitive. They usually go toward the light. And that they are very private and they don't participate in wars or anything like that. Nobody mm. knows, but if the Yoda species, even though Yoda's a name, not the actual species, about where they come from, mm. which leads to the big plot hole of who the hell took the baby and how did they find them? All of this is foreign to me. <laughs> yeah. All I know is baby Yoda's cute. Mm. He was cutie. The other but show is. I'm not a star. I'm not a star person, period. Trek wars, whatever. There's also High School Musical, the musical, the series. That is the full title. Oh, yeah, I'll be seeing it up there. No. It's I, cute. I, I mean, certain stuff like that, I'll be like, AJ, you want to watch this with me? Because there's certain things that I mean, If it doesn't have adult humor in it, like, no. or, like, written by, like, sassy adults like myself, then it just it ain't going to catch me. But you have... It's going to get put on a list in the future, but... Better Things comes out in March, the next season. Did you watch it yet? Mm-mm. Okay. Better Things. That's going to be my recommendation for this episode. Mm-hmm. It, it stars Pamela Antlin. Don't know who that is. Did you ever watch California Cation? Yeah. She played the, the little short um, Jewish oh, no. girl who was married to the bald guy. Uh, she was always getting her pussy ate. <laughs> Yo, there was probably, like, I think she had it written in her contract. Like, every time you put me on camera, my legs need to be open and there needs to be a head between them. She stayed getting her shit ate. She stars as a single mother of three. She get her pussy ate and open the scene. It's FX, so she does. Remember, she masturbated a few episodes. I don't remember if she got it. Did she ever get it? There might have been a guy in the second season. Well, I'm sorry. I'm trying to... This whole fuck birthday thing. Like, I uh, don't want to do any birthday shit. Birthday no. Well, it's been fucking three weeks. It's, it's past? Been, yes. Oh. Birthday was last year. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> the 29th. Like, uh, alright. Yeah. So, your recommendation... Um... I don't know. Don't really have a recommendation. Oh, pardon. That stretch felt good. Um. The Dick Gregory book. I mean, it's a good book. Yeah, you can you can pick it up and read it. You know what? We're gonna start with the Four Agreements. You start with that. Go go read that. That's my recommendation. The Four Agreements. Go read or listen to it. It's worth it. Okay, and to end this episode... Uh, you want to quote? You want to quote, don't you? 
<laughs> Want me to start off while you think about it? Go ahead. All right, since we spoke about you earlier, I decided to pick this quote from episode 10, which comes from love. Mm. I showed you what I wanted by showing you what I didn't want. Mm. Talk about it. Yeah, I remember that one when he said it. Or when she said it. Mm-hmm. And that speaks so much to what we've talked about this episode. Mm-hmm. All right, I don't know who said this quote. I don't know if this is a dick, a direct Dick Gregory quote, but i just seen it. There's no pause. Um, what? There's no pause? <laughs> I try not. Yeah, I try not to say his name. Period. So I don't have to say. All right. Um, free people are the ones with enough money to control the information the rest of us get. Oh. Almost like blown. the Michael Max quote. Probably. Okay. It did. He didn't. He didn't put where he quoted it from, but it sounds like something that Malcolm said. But not for nothing, like, what I really enjoy about reading this book is the fact that a lot of, well, so far, the books that he's referenced Mm -hmm. on certain um, black activists and, you know, black leaders have been books that I've already read. So I'm like, oh, shit, look at me remembering and knowing about this. Yeah, because he was with such and such, and he got that money from that place, and that's how he got the skeegee. I was all souped. Like, look at me knowing stuff. All right. What got you into reading? I don't know. I guess my mom. My grandmother, she would say um, all the time, like, yeah, you, you just like mom, just like your mother. Like, my mom would sit with a turtleneck on, and she'd be, like, curled up like this with a book. Now, like, I'm the same way. But I guess I like things that I like that it was able I'm, – I'm, I can read something, and I can paint the picture to my liking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if if I'm – you say, like, oh, is this, the room look like this – I see it a different way than what somebody else sees it. And that's what I really enjoy because I'm walking through or like I put myself into the character's position or maybe I'm an extra in the scene or whatever. But I get to in my brain as I'm reading, I get to visualize what it means to me. And that always gets me. But then now I'm into like reading history and stuff like that. So I like, well, I'm just I'm I'm infatuated with history. I like knowing what was before. So that's always been dope to me, but just information. I don't know. I read because I read everything. So it's just, I don't know. And then there's more space. There's more space in books for the story. Mm-hmm. Like just how they say, oh, the, the book was much better than the movie. Yeah, because there was more space to tell the story. There wasn't a, a limit of, okay, well, I need two hours to tell the story. Nah, this is like, all right, well, you're going to take three days. You're going to take two weeks to finish this story. And it's going to be the best story ever read. That type of thing. I guess. Well, whatever. Reading is fundamental and I love it. I really need to get back into reading. I was a commuter reader. So now that I drive, I'm like, what Yeah, now it's I like, have? yeah, true. But you know what? Even then, like when I used to do, um, when I used to do the trips to North Carolina before iPods and, you know, um, audio books was really a real big thing, like audio, you know, books on the app and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I would literally go, there was this, um, this outlet place and they had like out, um, you know, discounted cigars and discounted wholesale stuff, whatever. I would go in there and I'd buy like four or five different audio books. And then I would just listen to a book on the drive, like if it would, you know, be a CD or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that's my thing. If I, I like the story. Because even with the audio books, like, I, I get to still paint the picture, but I'm driving. So that's where it helps me. But if I'm able to sit down and read the book, then I'm, I want to sit down and read the book. I prefer to. But if I can't, like with the Jennifer Lewis book, 
Um, the first time I, I went through it, it was just audio. And then I went back and I think I read it. Or maybe I read it and then did the audio. I don't know. But I wanted both because, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, when I read it, I'm like, I can hear it in her voice. But then when I heard it in her voice, I'm like, this is exactly <laughs> what I was expecting. Oh, this is nostalgic. Like, you know? But yeah, that's it. Any other questions? Anything else we got to knock up? Nah. Knock down? We oh. got through with this interview segment. Yeah, you keep trying to sneak these shits in there, man. They're in every single episode. I know. And I'm like, I, when I go to my website sometimes and I'm like looking and clicking through my podcast part, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. 80 people listened? What? I think we're about to hit 100 for one of them. What? Who the fuck is listening to us? All I know this is... probably got bad reviews on SoundCloud. You probably be talking shit in the comments like that loud bitch, always talking some ignorant shit. See, what we not gonna do is let <laughs> you talk to yourself that way. That's right. Tell me about myself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, appreciate everybody who've been listening. I don't know who've been listening, but I appreciate it. It's almost like this. See, that's the thing. Like, I don't be know how to have no little bit of nothing, no little bit of attention. Like, I'd be so excited. And people come up to me like, yeah, I follow you on Instagram. I'll be like, for real? I'll be acting like they the celebrities. I'll be like, you do? Oh my gosh, yo, you so dope. Yo, you follow me for real? Like, I'll be mad so They be like, yeah, I just had to say something. I'm like, yo, I appreciate you, yo. Can, can I hug you? Like, I'll be like, yo, man, I got you. I got you. Look at you. I know. People. I know. I don't be hugging people. That's too personal. But I'll be shaking their hands and shit. You know what I mean? But I, I, like, I'll be adoring. Like, because it's like, yo, this is. You know your thoughts, your ideas, and in, in essence, it's art. So mm-hmm. you you see people that appreciate the art or the content that you're putting out. You just be like, for me, I'm just like, wow, like you really sat there and listened to this shit. That's fucking dope, bro. Cause I probably would have stopped listening ten minutes in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that, like that's real shit. So when I see people be like, yeah, I've been following you for mad years. Are you funny? So I'd be like. Don't be taking off. Uh, that's crazy. I would have stopped following my ass years ago. But I appreciate you. Yo, you dope for that, you know? So, yeah. I had somebody come up to me in the Wawa's the other day. They was like, yeah, I just had to, you know, let you know I've been following you since, tw- since you know, Twitter. And I'm like, since Twitter, that means you've been following me for a good 10 plus. Like, 10 plus? Yeah, 10. Uh, yeah, 10. He said 2009 started following me. Y'all been growing together. You feel me? I'm like, that's dope. But to me, like, I, like... That should be mean or something Were to me. That's why. Were like high school people? What? I didn't know them. You know, Ooh. it was just random. Like, but. Doesn't that present you a little stranger danger though? No. I mean, it could be like, but I don't, I don't receive it as that. Cause first of all, it's how you come at me. Like I've had, I've had somebody who just was like, yo, um, Instagram family, what up? And I'm like, what? And then he like, um, yeah, I follow you, Shonda Nicole, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yo, I really love what you're doing with your daughter. Like, it's it's how you come at me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you come at me like, yeah, I follow you. No, no. You know what I mean? Let's like on some creepy shit. Go, but... Or 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 I hate what I used to hate. Um, back like ten, nine, ten years ago, they would hit you up. Like they would come into my um, Facebook inbox. Like, yeah, um, I saw you. At Friday, like you just left Fridays. I saw you, but I didn't want to speak. That scares me. I don't like that. I would rather you come over and say, "Yo, I, I, you know, I know you from Facebook. You know what I mean? I just wanted to come over and say what up. I'd rather you come to me. Like, I'd rather that. I'd rather mm-hmm. know what's going on, know who you are, know, you know what I mean, than for you to just be like, "Yeah, I saw you and such and such and da da da." Because it's like you saw me, I didn't see you. That freaks me out. Like, not saying that freaks me out, but it's like. 
you yeah. was, I was being watched. Like, and I know that I was being like, you're letting me know. So we all know we're being watched, but you're telling me that you were watching me. And like now that. they just tainted that whole place. Yeah. So it just doesn't. But I prefer people come up like speak to me. Yeah. Like, I mean, granted. And the funny thing is, like, sometimes I really be having like the most unapproachable face. And most of the time I don't want to be approached. But if you say like, yo, I, I follow you from such and such, my whole demeanor changes because it, it turns from whatever I'm feeling. It's a, a immediate appreciation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, because motherfuckers don't have to fuck with me. That's how I look at it. People really don't have to fuck with me. There's a lot of reasons why if I was people, I'm not fucking, what is she talking about, bro? I'm not fucking, like, and I have to keep reminding myself that there's an audience for everybody. So just because I'm not my cup of tea doesn't mean that I'm not somebody else's cup of tea. You know what I mean? You're not your own cup of tea? I mean, I'm cool and all, but I, I think I'm the greatest because I need to think I'm the greatest because that's, you know, you're supposed to think you're great. But I mean, I, if I was other people, yeah, so, so. Like, I wouldn't want, like, I'm cool, but I wouldn't want to be, like, super, super friends with me. Like, I, I I get on my nerves, if that makes sense. I'm only with you for little spurts. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm cool as shit. Other people tend to think I'm cool as shit, but me, I'll be like, y'all, yo, y'all be putting up shit I wouldn't put up with. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like, I look at myself like that, so... When I see other people that really fuck with me or like they pay attention to my work, I really appreciate it because people really don't have to fuck with you. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, I don't know if I could ever be famous and like have a big following because I'll be the one that's in the comments trying to reply to everybody. Like 2,000 comments, I got time today. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so to those who listen to us, we appreciate you for real. Absolutely. Ooh. Think about the knock shit over, all 87 of y'all. All oh, these gorilla arms. <laughs> yeah, shit, my shit be like that too. But, all right, yeah, for real, for real, let's wrap it up. Because we keep saying we're going to wrap it up. We like that that uncle that's about to leave, that don't ever leave. One more thing before I go. <laughs> Did I tell you what happened with Johnny Ray? No, nigga, you said you was leaving. Before I leave, long story long story short. No, no, nigga, no. You don't know how to do short. Yeah. Long story less long. <laughs> nigga, no. Still too long. All right. Yeah, because I got to take her to this fucking thing. So, we appreciate you. We enjoy you. Hopefully we'll hear from you soon. Just make sure you do it. Where can they find us? Well, they can find us in many ways. For me, Amari Allah. <laughs> Usually it's wherever I look in pretty much every platform. Mm-hmm. Instagram, which I barely post on. Twitter, which I kind of don't really post on. Mm-hmm. But with- you can find me. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you done? No, outside the website. That's the last one. Oh, yeah. go ahead. Oh, wherever I look is the website. Okay. You can find me at Shonda Nicole one at um that's Instagram and Twitter. And if you need to hit my website up, that's Shondanicole.com. And um that's pretty much it. And if you want more of AJ, because she does have her own little following, you can catch her on Facebook. Just look up Shonda Nicole and it's a picture of me and her. She's got one of those filters on, so you know that's us. And that's where you can catch up on your uh, AJ stories and dialogue. And, um, yeah. That's another episode of Getting Ignorant. We appreciate you. Hopefully we'll have another episode soon. Let's go, 87 people. Have a great week. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.